Hello and welcome back to episode 6 of the Kilobyte Podcast. I'm going to start with some follow-up. Alex, who said that he and his wife on Ace in Paris do watch YouTube on their TV often. I would expect that because they're younger than me. They're not almost 40. They're in their late 20s or early 30s. Of course, that's expected of them. But that was it for follow-up. The next thing I want to talk about is an update on the coach pitch baseball that I talked about a few weeks ago. So this past weekend, we started kid pitching. So it's been we've been building up to it all season. We've been doing coach pitching where the coach pitches to each kid and we pitch until they hit the ball. So this week, I was working with a really cool coach who understood that we should move forward and take a chance and see what we can do. We worked together to come up with a set of rules and guidelines to kind of guide us in this new endeavor of getting the kids to face kid pitchers. What we end up having them do is have the kids pitch to the other kids, and once they showed that they were out of control and not really throwing strikes anymore, then the coach would step in and throw several pitches to the kid until they hit it and we had the kids bat through. It took way longer than a coach pitch game and was way more boring and I think technically it's probably the bottom of the barrel on how boring baseball can be. T-ball is pretty exciting, coach pitch is okay exciting, but when you get kid pitch for the first time against kids, it's super slow going. It's all downhill from here. Everything going forward, we're going to start introducing more rules and have more kids pitching. The kids actually did a really great job pitching. We only had two hit batters. Well, one of them was a headshot. She seemed to take it okay and didn't even flinch on the next pitch I think she hit the ball. It was a great success. Now I don't have to be terrified of throwing as much as I was before. I'm really proud of the kids. They're doing great. I hope next year we can start them with kid pitch sooner so that by the end of the season it looks more like real baseball. Okay, so that is the end of the non-tech geek part of this podcast. So if you're not interested in what might be announced at the Apple Worldwide Developer Conference this year, and you don't want to hear about my predictions for the developer conference and what Apple might announce next week, feel free to turn this off. Thanks for listening. Uh, but if you are into that and you want to hear how good or bad I am at predicting what Apple will announce, keep on listening because here we go. Okay, one thing that I think is almost certainty to happen is a new API for developers so that they can access Siri. So right now, if you use Siri, you can only do things that are on Apple apps. You can add reminders and do calendar stuff and you can Google things and there's quite a bit of things you can do. Third-party apps haven't been able to use the Siri API to uh, let Siri do things in their apps. So I think that one of the big things they'll announce this week is developers can now tap into the power of Siri I'm not sure how they'll do it, whether it'll be Hey, Siri, using Spotify, play the latest song from Coldplay. And I imagine it'll be very simple at first. In another year, they'll expand it more. But this will be the first introduction so that third-party apps will be able to use Siri to call into the app. So I think it'll be added to the Mac. There'll be some sort of button in the dock or in the toolbar that will let people trigger it. And I also suspect you will be able to type in a Siri question. If you hit the button, you can somehow type in there and ask her the same questions and it will be processed as if you had spoken it because I can't imagine how annoying it would be to sit in an office with people and all they're doing is talking to their computer. 15 years ago when Microsoft Office supported speaking to the computer and I annoyed the heck out of my coworkers because I had to program what you sound like so I had to keep repeating and reading these poems over and over again and they were, they were not happy. 
My next prediction, I think that now that we're moving to iOS 10 and there's already OS 10, I think they're going to combine all of this. There will be a macOS now. Instead of OS 10, it will be macOS. So this year we'll have macOS 10, some sort of California name, iOS 10. I definitely think that name change has been in the works for a while and we will see that next week. I do not think there will be a Siri device like the Echo, the Amazon Echo. I think that that is not coming out and won't be announced. I suspect that if they do it, it will be in the fall. This central hub thing seems to be picking up some steam. And I think if Siri gets this API, then that will definitely be something to look forward to in the future. As for the Apple Watch, I don't think we'll see new hardware. I think we will definitely see a new WatchOS 3, which will have some changes to how the navigation works on the watch itself and how you use it, whether apps behave differently or glances become a little more robust is room for improvement in the watchOS, and I think that now that it's been out for a couple years, they'll have some new ideas on what is useful and what works and what doesn't work. My big thing that I would love is the Apple Watch recognizes when I start a workout and when I finish a workout, and it expands to allow more than just standard gym workouts because I do yoga a lot and I always have to choose other for yoga. It would be nice if yoga was one of the things and it would also be really nice if it started and stopped the exercise. That's one of my annoyances with Apple Watch is that I will usually remember to start the workout but I typically forget to shut it off. I'll look on my watch later and I'll realize oh I've stopped working out half an hour ago but it's still recording me as working out. I hope to see that in watchOS 3. I do suspect that they will announce a new MacBook Pro, which will inevitably be thinner and lighter, and will have the new Intel Skylake chips. The latest rumors say that it will have some sort of a touchscreen LED or OLED screen where the FN keys are. So I think that's a that rumor will probably come true, and I think that they will announce it. Like I said before, there will be iOS 10. I don't know what will come in iOS 10. I don't know what new features they would put in there aside from the new Siri API. Uh, I'm looking forward to being surprised at some new things, and I hope that they allow you to add tags to photos. That would be awesome, especially if they added an API for it, because I will definitely be writing an iOS app for that. iTunes. Yes, there has been rumors of a new iTunes or iTunes overhaul since the big old Apple Music kerfuffle the bloatedness and unwieldy size of iTunes. There will be some news on the iTunes front, whether they're going to replace it and have a new syncing app for syncing your stuff and splitting all the pieces out on the Mac into multiple apps like it is on the iPhone. I don't know. I think that would be great if they did because it is kind of out of control. And I know that on my Windows machine at work, iTunes causes some problems with the OS because when I'm not using it, everything works okay. But then every once in a while when I'm listening to music, all things go uh, off the rails. So it would be nice to have an Apple Music app for Windows instead of having to deal with iTunes. And my last prediction for WWDC 2016 is improvements to the Photos app. I think that we're going to see some big improvements to the built-in Photos app on both Mac and iOS. I hope to see them add features like they have in Google Photos where it's more clever about bringing together your photos and categorizing them better while the moments and collections go a long way in helping you figure out where things happened in time and how things happened and, and kind of nicely grouping things. If you haven't used Google Photos, it's really smart where you can search for things like hat and what will happen is it'll show you all pictures of people with hats or snow and it will show you pictures of snow. 
So I think if they could add some features like that to the Photos app, it would be really cool. Since using the camera is one of the number one things that people do on their iPhones and iPads, there's going to come a time when people need to very easily go back through these thousands and thousands of photos they've been taking over the last decade and categorizing them and weeding through them and finding what they want. They need to make some improvements in the app. The app's been around for a couple years now. The Mac version, they have the photo library all rolled out, so now it's time to start building on it, just like they did with Final Cut Pro when they rebooted that, and GarageBand when they rebooted that, and iMovie when they rebooted that. They're, I think they're going to come through and add some new features to both Photos for Mac and Photos for iOS. Just make it a little more robust than it was before. It's very basic right now, and I think they're going to tweak that so there'll be more stuff. So I think that's my roundup of my WWDC predictions for 2016. I will definitely have some follow-up, not next week, but the week after, and we'll see how I did. Maybe I'll make a little report card and go over that to see if I was right on any of these things. Oh, the other thing I hope they have is I use iMovie Theater, so you can take movies that you create in iMovie and put them to the cloud, and you can view them, and you can quickly pull them up on your devices. I would love it if they changed the Apple TV so that you can now have iMovie Theater work if you have more than 50 movies stored in iMovie Theater. So right now there's a bug that says if there's more than 50, then the app won't work. So I have more than 50, and I can't watch them on my TV, which is really annoying. All I want, that's, that's why I do it. I put them in there so that I can watch them on my TV. And now I cannot watch them on my TV. So thank you for listening. You can follow me on Twitter at Geek Sands. Check out my website, geeksands.org. Have a great day.